Numbers chapters 3 and 4. These are the generations of Aaron and Moses at the time that the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab, the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, Ithmar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priest whom he ordained to serve as priest. But Nadab and Abihu died before the Lord when they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. So Eleazar and Ithmar served as priests in the lifetime of Aaron their father. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near and set them before Aaron the priest that they may minister to him. They shall keep guard over him and over the whole congregation before the tent of meeting as they minister at the tabernacle. They shall guard all the furnishings of the tent of meeting and keep guard over the people of Israel as they minister at the tabernacle. And you shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They are wholly given to him from among the people of Israel. And you shall appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall guard the priesthood. But if any outsider comes near, ye shall be put to death. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Behold, I have taken the Levites from among the people of Israel, instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the people of Israel. The Levites shall be mine, for all the firstborn are mine. On the day that I struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I consecrated for my own all the firstborn in Israel, both of man and of beast. They shall be mine. I am the Lord. And the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, List the sons of Levi by father's house and by clans. Every male from a month old and upward you shall list. So Moses listed them according to the word of the Lord as he was commanded. And these were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon and Koath and Mariah. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by the clans, Libani and Shimei. And the sons of Kohath by their clans, Amram, Izhar, Ebron, and Uziel. And the sons of Moriah by their clans, Mahili and Mushi. These are the clans of the Levites by their fathers' houses. To Gershon belonged the clan of the Libanites and the clan of the Shimeites. These were the clans of the Gershonites. Their listing, according to the number of all the males from the month old and upward, was 7,500. The clans of the Gershonites were to camp behind the tabernacle on the west with Eliasaph, the sons of Lael, as chief of the father's house of the Gershonites, and to guard duty of the sons of Gershon in the tent of meeting involved in the tabernacle. The tent with its covering, the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen for the door of the court, and the, that is around the tabernacle, and the altar, and its cords, and all the service connected with these. To Kohath he belonged to the clan of the Amor- Amramites, and the clan of the Isharites, and the clan of the Hebronites, and the clan of the Uzielites. These are the clans of the Kohathites. According to the number of all the males, from a month old and upward, there were 8,600, keeping guard of the sanctuary. The clans of the sons of Kohath were to camp on the south side of the tabernacle, with Eliezaphan, the son of Uziel, as chief of the father's houses of the clans of the Kohathites. And their guard duty involved the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary with which the priest minister, and the screen, all the service connected with these. And... Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, who was to be chief over the chiefs of the Levites, and to have oversight over those who kept guard over the sanctuary. To Merari, 
belong to the clan of the Mahalites and the clan of the Mushites. These are the clans of Merari. Their listing, according to the number of all the males a month old and upward, was 6,200. And the chief of the father's house of the clans of Merari was Zuriel, the son of Abihel. They were to camp on the north side of the tabernacle, and the appointed guard duty of the sons of Merari involved the frames of the tabernacle, the bars, the pillars, the bases, and all their accessories, all the service connected with these, also the pillars around the court, with the bases and pegs in the courts. Those who were to camp before the tabernacle on the east before the tent of meeting toward the sunrise were Moses and Aaron and his sons guarding the sanctuary itself to protect the people of Israel, and any outsider who came near it was to put, be put to death. All those listed among the Levites whom Moses and Aaron listed as the commandment of the Lord by clans, all the males from a month old and upward were 22,000. And the Lord said to Moses, List all the firstborn males of the people of Israel from a month old and upward, taking the number of their names. And you shall take the Levites for me, I am the Lord. Instead of all the firstborn among the people of Israel and the cattle of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the cattle of the people of Israel, so Moses listed all the firstborn among the people of Israel as the Lord commanded him, and all the firstborn males according to the number of names, from a month old and upward, as listed, were 22,273. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the Levites instead of all their firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle. The Levites shall be mine. I am the Lord. And the redemption price for the 273 of the firstborn of the people of Israel over and above the number of the male Levites. You shall take five shekels per head. You shall take them according to the shekel of the sanctuary, the shekel of twenty geras, and give the money to Aaron and his sons as a redemption price for those who are over. So Moses took the redemption money from those who were over and above those redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the people of Israel he took the money, 1,365 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons according to the word of the Lord as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the sons of Levi, by their clans and by their fathers' houses, from the thirty years old and up to fifty years old, all who can come on duty to do the work of the tent of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath and the tent of meeting, the most holy things. When the camp is to set out, Aaron and his son shall go in and take down the veil of the screen and cover the ark with a testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of goatskin and spread on top of that cloth all blue and shall put it in its poles. And over the table of the bread of the presence they shall spread a cloth of blue and put on it the plates, the dishes for incense, the bowls, the flagons to drink offerings. The regular showbread also shall be put on it. Then they shall spread over them a cloth of scarlet and over the same with a covering of goatskin and shall put in its poles. And they shall take a cloth of blue and cover the lampstand for the light with its lamps, its tongs, its trays, and all the vessels for oil with which it is supplied. And they shall put it with all its utensils in a covering of goatskin and put in the carrying frame. And over the golden altar they shall spread a cloth of blue and cover it with a covering of goatskin and shall put in its poles. And they shall take all the vessels of the service that are used in the sanctuary and put them in a cloth of blue and cover them with a covering of goatskin and put them on the carrying frame. And they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. And they shall put on it all the utensils of the altar which are used for the service there. The firepans, the forks, the shovels, and the basins, all the utensils of the altar. And they shall spread on it 
a covering of goatskin, and shall put in its poles. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary as the camp sets out, after that the sons of Kohath shall come and carry these, but they must not touch the holy things, lest they die. These are the things of the tent of meeting that the sons of Kohath are to carry. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, shall have a charge over the oil for the light. The fragrance incense, the regular grain offering, and the anointing oil, with oversight of the whole tabernacle and all that is in it of the sanctuary and its vessels. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Let not the tribe of the clans of the Kohathites be destroyed from among the Levites, but deal thus with them, that they may live and not die when they come near to the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint them each to his task and to his burden, but they shall not go in to look at the holy things even for a moment, lest they die. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take a census of the sons of Gershon also, by their fathers' houses and by their clans. From thirty years old and up to fifty years old you shall list them, all who come into the duty to do the service and attentive beating. This is the service of the clans of the Gershonites, in serving and bearing the burdens. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle, and the tent of meeting with its coverings, and the covering of goatskin that is on top of it, and the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, and the hangings of the court, and the screen for the entrance of the gate of the court. This is around the tabernacle and the altar, and their cords and all the equipment for their service. And they shall do all that needs to be done with regards to them. All the service of the sons of the Gershonites shall be at the command of Aaron the son and his sons in all that they are to carry, and in all that they have to do. And you shall assign to their charge all that they are to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of the Gershonites in the tent of meeting, and their guard duty is to be under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. As for the sons of Merari, you shall list them by their clans and their fathers' houses. From thirty years old up to fifty years old you shall list them, everyone who can come on duty to do the service of the tent of meeting. And this is what they are charged to carry. As the whole of their service in the tents of the meeting, the frames of the tabernacle with its bars, pillars, and bases, and the pillars around the court with their bases, pegs, and cords, with all their equipment and all their accessories, you shall list by name the objects that they are required to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of Merari, the whole of the service in the tent of meeting under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest, and Moses, and Aaron. And the chiefs of the congregation listed the sons of the Kohathites by their clans and by their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service in the tents of meeting, and those listed by the clans were two thousand seven hundred and fifty. This was the list of the clans of the Kohathites, all who served in the tents of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord by Moses. By the sons of Gershon, by their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and up to fifty years old, everyone who had could come on duty for the service of the tent of meeting, those listed by their clans and by their fathers' houses, was two thousand six thousand six hundred and thirty. This was the list of the clans of the sons of Gershon, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord. Those listed the clans of the sons of Merari. By their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service and attention of meeting those listed by the clans were three thousand two hundred. This was a list of the clans of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord by Moses. All those who were listed by the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron and the chiefs of Israel listed, by their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, Everyone who could come to do the service of the ministry or the service of bearing the burdens in the tent of meeting, those listed were 
8,580. According to the commandment of the Lord through Moses, they were listed, each one with his task of serving or carrying. Thus, they were listed by him as the Lord commanded Moses. John chapter 19, verses 1 through 16. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, the king of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priest and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he has made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard the statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have the authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at the place called the Stone of Pavement and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was in the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. Today the reflections that I have are a little bit more loosely connected to the text. One of the themes that we see in Numbers chapters 3 and 4 is the roles that are given to the specific clans of the tribe of Levi. And that is that the Kothites and the Gershonites and all these different clans had different responsibilities that were given and entrusted to them in their care of the tabernacle or in the dwelling place of God among the people. So too, in John, we find the different roles between the disciples, the betrayer, those that would deliver Jesus to the Roman authorities, to Pilate, all of these different roles that are kind of coming into play. Now, I'm not contending that Judas is forgiven by God for his sin. I, I believe the Bible is very clear that he is not forgiven whenever we are told that it would be better for him to have never been born. But I see a great conflict in Pilate's internal condition as he tries to uphold his responsibility to the Roman Empire as prefect and also to find no guilt in Jesus. The Jews appeal to Pilate's sense of duty to the Roman Empire or to Caesar by saying that anyone who calls himself a king is not a friend of Caesar and that the, the same reason that he should be executed for blasphemy according to Jewish law, he should also be executed according to treason in Roman law. But Pilate finds no guilt in him. When I think about these different roles, 
And this should by in no means be used as an excuse to sin because that's your role to play. But I think of the unique calling that God places on individuals. And I think of the different way that he has used individuals' lives and circumstances to prepare them for ministry or to walk in the path of Christ and pursuing holiness. It's easy to get caught up in this corporate identity that we especially see in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament through the first uh, century and early church culture. But the truth is we are individuals. God has called you as an individual for his purposes. He wants to use you in a unique way. How are you responding to that call? How are you living the life that God has prepared for you? I think those are questions that we should be asking ourselves.